Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickie's Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex-positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. We continue to share our own stories, starting with our first experience with Dominic and Ariel, then I fuck Tony in a car, and some hotel sex with Echo and Falcon. We even discuss a learning experience along the way, but in the end, I end up tied up to the principal's desk because I'm one naughty girl. And we're back, once again, just you and me. Just you and me. Happy Halloween to all of our lifestyle friends. Hope you enjoyed celebrating your favorite day of the year. Yes, the swingers favorite holiday. Hope your costumes were slutty as ever and you had all the fun you were hoping to have. So typically we do a couples themed costume, but this year was a first for us. Yes, Lincoln Tory asked us to be part of a group costume experience with them. And the group theme was Clue, which... yes. One of my all-time favorite movies. And mine as well. And my costume was so dirty. Oh, please. (laughs) I was Yvette. Yes. The maid. Yes, you were. And boy, did you hit that slutty, sexy costume. (laughs) Very pleased with your outfit that night. As was I. I got to reuse my Colonel Mustard costume, so it was very easy for me to jump right along with this. Yes. Fun was had. Yes, by all. (laughs) By all. Picking up where we left off, we are now the end of July 2021. We had been talking to Dominic and Ariel a little bit at a couple parties leading up to this one. We had finally broken the ice with them after seeing them for a couple years. And I had commented on her picture and how there was something funny in the picture that they had never noticed and then discovered her Disney tattoos. And we hit it off immediately. The night progressed. We talked and flirted a lot. So we were at the Couples and Unicorns night party. So this was a very female driven party. Yes. However, usually not nearly as many unicorns as anybody anticipates. But there were no single guys and that was not a thing yet for Dominic and Ariel who are now very open to the single guys. But at that point in their journey were a hard no on single guys. She had actually not had sex with another man yet. Yeah. And this was the start for them. Through the night, we were at the tables by the bar, and me and Ariel were doing a lot of kissing. A lot of making out. Yes, you were. Yes. She's a very good kisser, of course. And the making out leads to Ariel wanting to find a room. So she takes me and drags me towards the back where we... (laughs) With Dominic and I trailing close behind. (laughs) Where we find a room. And when we get in the room, it's the animal print room with a chase (laughs) lounge chair. This is actually the room that we had our first experience with Han and Lay in as well. Yes, this was a frequented room for us. Yes, it was. At that point. <laughs> We've had lots of fun stories in that room. The yeah. furniture is swapped out and changed a bit in the room. It's changed since, yeah. But that now leads for more puppy piles in that room now. So as we walk in the room, you two immediately strip each other down, fall onto the bed, continuing your makeout session. And then I go down on Ariel and I proceed to make her come. Yes. And one of the things I love about Ariel is she is very, very easy to make come. <laughs> And she's very vocal about it. Uh, Yes, she will let you know for sure. Yes. So Ariel then decides to return the favor and she goes down on me. Yes, she does. So you could tell she had some experience with women. Yes. After you guys did that for a while, you turned and approached us. I started making out with Ariel while you started making out with Dominic. And then Dominic pushes me to the bed and goes down on me and proceeds to make me come. And me following your lead, double check with Ariel. Hey, are we good here? And she says, absolutely. And I start going down on her and make her come as well. And now that the girls have been taken care of, the girls give blowjobs to the reverse guy. So I gave Dominic a blowjob and Ariel gave you a blowjob. Yes, she did. And I was happy to receive said blowjob as we have talked about how good those are in the past. Dominic, this being 
their first time doing any full swap type action, kind of checks in with Ariel and starts fucking her. While he is fucking her, I'm standing in front of her, so I kind of step forward, as I did with Han and Leia, and put my cock in her mouth, and she went right to work on sucking that. (laughs) Once Dominic got the warm fuzzy that Ariel was doing just fine, he checked in to make sure it was all right that he fucked you, and boy, did he do that. (laughs) Yes, as usual, Dominic was very good at fucking me. (laughs) (laughs) We started off a missionary and flipped over to doggy style, which I very much like with Dominic. I checked in once again with Ariel and she said, yes, let's do this. And I ended up fucking her from behind as well. Ariel was having an amazing time. Yes. Yes, she was. And I think Dominic was having an amazing time watching Ariel have amazing time. Yes. (laughs) And they wanted to finish together. Yep. So he went back to fucking Ariel from behind. And once again... I said, well, your blowjobs are fantastic, so I'll go ahead and put my cock in your mouth. And you kind of stood down at the end, encouraging the fucking of Ariel. So when he was ready to come, I was there. Yes, you were. Waiting (laughs) patiently. (laughs) I love when you do that. And he ends up coming in my mouth. Yes, he did. And it was a very successful first full swap for them. Yes. Which set them down the path of very open to full swaps from that point forward. That then leads us to one of my honestly top five favorite moments that I have tried to replay repeatedly since and only been mildly successful at best. We came close this summer. Came close. Again, mildly successful at best. Now, let's not spoiler alert this. Let's just continue on. August. We went to a concert with... Tony and Gina. First of all, I want to say that I absolutely love... Chris Stapleton. Mm -hmm. I feel like if we had a hall pass, (laughs) he would be on that list. Sure, hall pass. Go ahead. (laughs) Clear. Right. (laughs) I understand. I just mean that out of the many superstars there are, his voice is sexy as fuck. And I just just love his music. Anyways, this was our very first Chris Stapleton concert. Not only did Tony and Gina join us for a wonderful, fun concert, it was also a wonderfully fun concert for me because it was the first time I got to see Chris Stapleton. This was also the first time that we took a lifestyle couple to another concert. That's true. Yeah. Usually we have done a lot since. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) This broke the seal. Yes, it did. There was a lot of flirting during the concert. There were a couple of times that I was like, oh, I know she loves this song. Okay, I kind of pull her back over here so I could be with you during the song. Yeah, experience the song together. Yes. Yes. Leading up to this concert, (laughs) I had suggested that you wear comfortable shoes. And you're like, no, I want to wear these shoes. And they were heels of some sort, I believe some kind of boot. And I said, your feet are going to be uncomfortable. You don't want to wear those. And you're like, no, no, I can wear those. And I said, all right, here's the deal. If you take those off in the car, your pants are coming off with them. And I didn't take you seriously. (laughs) (laughs) But you agreed going, what the hell? I'm going to keep the boots on anyway. I don't care. Okay. Well, also in my defense, just so you know, standing at that particular concert venue, it's a downward angle of the entire venue. Mm -hmm. So your feet are at this pointed downward position. And these were leather boots, but with like an open toe. They're really cute. They are. They're they're fucking adorable, but I knew full well you couldn't wear them all night. (laughs) And so my feet were literally poking through the open hole, pressed against that pressure for like the entire night. And yeah, they hurt when I got to the car. So so the concert ends and we head back to the car. <laughs> so we get to the car. And you sit in the car and before your legs are even in the car, you're unzipping your shoes <laughs> to take them off and swing your legs in the car and close the door. Yeah. To which I go, oh no, we had an agreement. Shoes come off, pants come off. It took a handful of reminders and you were like, yeah, whatever, whatever. (laughs) But I think you had enough fun that night that you were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. And then not only did you take your pants off. Yeah, I was just getting a cut to the chase at that point because I knew what was next. So I just took the underwear and the pants together. It was done. (laughs) Yes, you did. We drove working our way out of the parking lot and you were sitting there pantsless and shoeless. Feeling very awkward because you were busy driving. So I was useless. You literally said, what good am I up here? And I said, well, then why don't you go back there? And they welcomed you with open arms and dropped you right in the middle seat, right in between them. Yes, they did. 
This was the first car experience I had where I got to play with male and female in the backseat. Tony and Gina both touching me all over and kissing me. Both fantastic kissers and touchers. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm driving the car trying to get my way out of this parking lot and through the traffic to get to the highway. Listening to what's going on in the backseat, trying to get the right angle in the rearview mirror, listening to the sounds that are happening back there going, hmm, I wonder what's going on now. I wonder what's going on now. (laughs) Because they were definitely touching you and you were definitely enjoying it. So between the moans, the kisses and the wetness of your pussy, I could tell some shit was going down back there. Well, Tony ends up going down on me. At the same time he's going down on me, I reach around and start stroking his cock with my hand through his pants. You had actually turned and laid back on his lap with your legs spread towards Gina while he leaned over and was going down on you and you were rubbing his cock. It was, you guys were contorting in a way that I was like, well, that's not comfortable, but not my problem. I'm driving. Hey, we (laughs) were not thinking about comfort at that moment. Nobody was complaining. That's for damn sure. It was more about pleasure. Pleasure driven. Doesn't take Tony long before he pulls his cock out. I'm in the perfect position to start giving him a blowjob. I actually reach back and start trying to play with your pussy at this point and find Gina's hand there. And the two of us take turns rubbing your ass and fingering your pussy. I was in that center seat, so you could reach me. Oh, yes, I could. Yeah. One downside of our car right now that doesn't have a center seat. You actually continued blowing him for a very, very long time. It was about, I would say, 20 minutes. And all I'm thinking is, I'm getting closer and closer to their house, and I really want him to fuck you. So (laughs) I was like, this isn't going to end in five minutes when I pull into their house. So I saw a Starbucks that was closed and pulled in behind it and parked back behind and just threw the car in park and turned around and watched. Gave us some time. Yes. Gave us lots of time, actually. One thing about Tony, he definitely has a lot of endurance. Yes. He goes and goes and goes and goes and goes. There was no way he was going to come before we got to their house. There's just no way. Just knowing Tony. Yeah. So we're parked. Tony asked me to now get on him, ride him. Yes. I oblige. Not only do you oblige, dear, you didn't even take his cock out of your mouth and you're like, "Uh (laughs) you were very eager to do so. He sits back up, scoots back in the seat and you climb on top facing him. I'm kind of a pro at this in a car, by the way. This is my go-to move, riding the guy. I had not experienced this with you. I still have not technically experienced this myself. Right. With the exception of watching you do this. I fucking loved it to the point that I grabbed my phone, popped open Instagram Live, and started filming it. Not knowing what the Instagram Live rules were. So I was doing it and it was dark because we were in the back of a Starbucks parking lot and there were no lights back there. There were only a whopping five people in the room watching and someone mentioned they couldn't see. So I said, oh, hang on a second and turned the light on. Apparently, Instagram has something that can tell right away when people are fucking because it had no problem with the sounds of you fucking for a good three or four minutes. Oh, my God.
It was when the lights came on that it immediately cut it off and ended it. As you're bouncing up and down on him, he tries to reach around you and under your bra in these very tight quarters. Well, I had already taken off my shirt. Yes. And yes, so he can't get around to my bra, which you are a pro at this. Well, Gina goes to do it. But again, as she's reaching to do it, I also reach back to do it. And she's like, there is no way if G does this from the front seat behind his back, you are ridiculous, Tony. And before she could get those words out of her mouth, I had snapped your bra back with one hand. And- A move you're very proud of. Yes, I, to this I enjoy doing that. So I'm continuing to fuck Tony and Gina's helping out where she can. She's playing with his balls. She's playing with my ass. She's kind of touching all over, all over my tits too. She was, she was a nice little third wheel. Yes. And I noticed that she was also a third wheel and I kind of leaned back and we would make out and I'd play with her tits a little at the same time because when you took off your shirt, she also took off her shirt too. Then after the Instagram live thing had shut down on me, I still wanted a video with some light. So I I still took my own video and got some amazing sounds out of that as well. Sorry, my favorite album. I continue to ride Tony until he finishes. Yes. Watching him try to finish in this position and you enjoying the fact that he's finishing was very, very exciting. (laughs) You then climbed off and sat down in the middle seat. I sat between them for the entire ride home. Completely naked. Completely naked with one leg over each of their legs. Yes. So you were kind of spread eagle and just kind of kissing and touching the next five minutes until we got back to their house. Yep. And as we pulled into their driveway, you grabbed your shirt, put it back on and got out of the car with them, completely bottomless, (laughs) and gave them each a hug and a kiss before climbing back in the front seat with me. Well, that's where my pants and underwear were. I I get it. I know why you did it, but it was still hot that you were... (laughs) In their driveway in a very public area, walking around with no pants on and it reaching pre- up and giving people hugs. It was late. I'm pretty sure that whoever was up and watching deserved to see whatever they got 100% to see. 100% <laughs> they deserved to see it. And then when you got back in the front seat, you kept those legs spread open and you and I took turns touching yourself all the way home until we got home to reconnect. Yes, and that was very nice. Five days later, we actually head out of town with Echo and Falcon to go to another concert. This was also a big concert we were looking forward to. Yes. Obviously, it's the summer and we enjoy our concert going in the summer. Yes, we do. They were very excited to go because this was actually their first concert together. Well, we always love doing firsts with people, even if they're vanilla first. (laughs) Yes. We hung out, watched the show. We had message with another local couple that was going to be there, and they wanted to come hang out afterwards. We had also reached out to a couple on SLS who wanted to come meet and hang out with us. Yes. So one couple we already knew, one couple from SLS we had never met before. The show finished. The couple that we knew said, we are exhausted. Our room is in the other direction. I think everybody was really disgustingly sweaty. Oh, it was fucking hot that night. Yeah. We were kind of all gross. So they kind of bailed. We went back to the rooms. They showered in their rooms. We showered in ours. Got back, got back together and went down to the lobby to meet the SLS couple. Yes. We had absolutely no plans for the night. SLS couple was super attractive. And they were local, so they kind of knew the neighborhood and kind of had an idea of where we could go. So they said, hey, there's a strip club right across the street. Let's go. And you were all that. You're like, like, yes, let's get Finally getting us at the club. (laughs) And we walked in and Echo and Falcon were like, "Mm, Mm. not our jam. We did like a lap we around the stage. We didn't even get drinks and it right. was, all right, we're out. And we went back around and exited yep. just as quickly as we walked in. Walked across the street to a bar where we got some apps and hung out and chatted with this couple for a while. Conversation going great. Mm-hmm. Everybody getting along. We're kind of thinking, okay, this is going well. Let's see how we progress this into playing. Yeah. The other couple wanting to show us a night on the town <laughs> instead of hurry up and let's get going. And they were out for themselves as well. Sure. You know, they were out of their house and yep. wanting to have a good time as well. So they took us to the uh, casino. casino. Yes. Yes. And we walked into the casino. They headed off towards the slot machines. Mm-hmm. There was a blackjack table nearby and Falcon and I both enjoy that. So we said, hey, we're going to go over here to the blackjack table. 
Yes. We sat down and started playing there. And this was my first time ever seeing you in this environment, ever in a casino, ever playing a betting game. And I will say I was really turned on. Which surprises the shit out of me. It's so funny. I don't know if it's just your demeanor, but you are hot as fuck when you are sitting at a blackjack table. Which still astonishes me that we haven't been to Vegas yet, but hopefully one day soon. we'll get there. You might not be able to keep me off of you if we... If you <laughs> Once again, why the fuck haven't we gone to Vegas? <laughs> so anyways, this was also a surprising thing for me as well, because I remember just like, wow, why is he so hot right now? It just looks so good. <laughs> the fact that oh, I was God. winning didn't hurt. And <laughs> that helps too. Falcon and I both won relatively large. And so we kind of got up, headed down to the cashier area. Mm-hmm. to cash out our chips and we were kind of caught up in the moment and didn't even think about this other couple to be completely honest yeah we kind of looked around echo and falcon were like you guys ready and we were like yeah probably yeah, okay fine let's because it was tough to tell where the other couple was and what they wanted to do yeah. it was probably two o'clock in the morning by this point and it was all right let's see what are we doing this or are we not doing this? And this also speaks to something that is a bit of a struggle in the lifestyle when you have multiple couples you're dealing with. So we reached out to these people on SLS. Echo and Falcon did not. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't somebody they had necessarily vetted themselves right. to tell us that they liked them or did not. And it just so happened that these people were able to come out and meet. I don't think we had any high expectations of meeting anybody. Honestly, really. I it didn't was even think they'd like, show up. Much yeah, less. especially with meeting people online, you just never know if they're real Mm -hmm. or not so you know you always have that to contend with and we went into it with no expectations right sometimes well we may have jived with that couple maybe that couple didn't jive with echo and falcon or echo and falcon didn't really jive with them but whatever it was it just didn't really seem like the group of us really stuck together Mm -hmm. enough to want to end the night together right so we headed back to the hotel room we were like you know what we're kind of hungry there's a pizza place down the street so falcon and i said we'll be right back And went down to the street to the pizza place. Yes. At first glance from our window, the pizza place looked empty and that we would be able to walk right up and get it. However, when we turned the corner, we saw the 25 people in line ahead of us. Well, while you were gone, Echo and I just kind of had girls chat. We were talking all about life and girl stuff. And I mean, you name it, we were just bonding and having a good time. So we didn't really notice how long you were gone for until probably five minutes from the point that you were back where we were starting to question what had happened to you guys. It was every bit of an hour. And on my way back, there was a big metal bar sticking up out of the sidewalk. And I rammed my toe straight into it and without a doubt broke my big toe doing so. So here I am with pizza an hour later, limping back to the hotel. We limped back into the room and you guys are like, what the hell happened? Where have you been? Why are you limping? What's going on? But we got pizza. But we got pizza. (laughs) And we ate. Quickly, amazingly transitioned from that point. Yeah, you must have forgotten about your toe. No, no, I did not. (laughs) Nope, was very well aware of the toe through this entire experience. At least you performed well, even despite your toe. How about that? That's fair. I was afraid to take my shoe off. It hurt so bad. Yeah. Like you wouldn't be able to get it back on. I, I knew I knew the next morning was going to be a bitch. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially having to drive all the way back home. While we were gone, we had texted you guys. It would be hot to come back to the two of you naked in bed. While you weren't naked, you guys were in towels on the bed as we ate our pizza. Well, so. we were anticipating eating. So we had the towel for the, yes. for the food part, but we were ready. <laughs> so when we finished eating, that transition was so easy because you guys were already naked under your towels. Falcon climbed onto you and started making out with you as I did to Echo. Yes. We started making out. The guys started going down on the girls, getting you all very excited. Again, because it was as late as it was, we very quickly transitioned from oral into actual sex. And we were both missionary style, side by side, pounding away, which... I thought it was very, this was our first time in a hotel room with another couple. Yeah. I thought it was very sexy with the windows wide open, going to town on this bed with the city and plenty of windows across the street that could clearly be looking in on this. So I thought that was pretty hot too. Yeah, very hot. It was all very hot. We very much enjoyed the company of Echo and Falcon and uh, we always love doing their firsts with them. So having this experience both out of town and in a hotel room was really fun. Yes. 
And I think it would have been very different had that other couple come back with us. Very different. And I, th- I don't know how that whole play session would have gone if it would have gone at all. I was actually quite happy that we went off and did our own thing here. Yes. And the transition definitely would have taken so much longer. And I couldn't imagine how late it would have been by the time we got yes. around to And how day. awkward us being yeah. gone for an hour getting pizza would have been. <laughs> yes. So, of course, they probably would have gone, no, don't go there. It's going to take an hour. Right. <laughs> so... We're fucking, and both of us come pretty damn close to the same time. Mm-hmm. We just kind of lay down and just start chatting about the evening, chatting about the other couple, chatting about the concert, and just having a good, fun little naked chat there. Yes. Then it was damn near four o'clock in the morning, and it was like, all right, we're getting kicked out in about seven hours. So we decided, hey, let's use this hotel room for what it's supposed to be for. They went back to their room to get some sleep. You and I reconnected and then passed out. And then the next morning, stopped by one of our favorite burger places on the way and enjoyed a delicious burger on our way back home. And that's when we went to the dispensary. Yes, we did. And asked all of the questions. The reason we did that was because Echo and Falcon had brought some chocolate caramel marijuana laced things that were (laughs) phenomenal. I will say it was weird watching a concert on one of those. Yes. Because I could feel every drum beat and just, again, I'm fucking amateur. Anyway. (laughs) But yes, so we decided, why don't we check out and see what other things they might have? And we went in and asked all the questions. And, and got a handful of things there. Went a few doors down and went to another one. Asked the same questions. Got completely different answers and got a few more things there. Yeah. And then came home and tried them out occasionally. Yeah. We still have a whole bunch. We do. Years later and we still have a bunch. So then four nights later, we are going to head back to the club. But before we do that, we have a typical pre-party. Echo and Falcon and another couple met us here at the apartment. A new couple, Boris and Natasha, were running a little late and said, oh, we'll just meet you at dinner. So reservation time came. The six of us went down to dinner and we're chatting. And it's not more than 15 minutes later that Boris and Natasha show up. And we're all chatting, hanging out, really getting to know each other. In all honesty, Boris and Natasha became the center of attention at that moment because the other six of us had had the chance to talk in the apartment and we were all trying to get to know them. So it was very focused on talking with them at the time. Yes, asking them all sorts of questions. And I think all of the guys were very much enjoying Natasha's beautiful accent. Oh my God. You were all just sitting there drooling. (laughs) Echo could not ask her enough questions because I just, more, another one, another one. Keep it going. Come on. Keep her talking. Yep. We enjoy dinner. We head back up here. We chat for a little while longer, and then we head to the club. We, as typical, kind of bounce around all night at the club. We end up running into Boris and Natasha at the bar, and I start making out with Natasha as we're waiting in line at the bar. We get our drinks, and she says, come on, it's time to go, in her fucking sexy accent that I'm not even going to try to do because it wouldn't give it justice. We start heading back to the back to get a room. We're three steps into the back. We run into Echo and Falcon on our way back. So first, I just want to say that when Natasha came up to you at the bar, I noticed that she appeared to be pretty intoxicated. And I will admit that I was very focused on her accent and her sexy ass and did not notice. I was just excited that she came up to me and started making out. So when we started following her down the hallway, I was trying to get your attention and trying to tell you along the way, I'm not comfortable with this. She seems too drunk to me, but she was leading the charge and she was gung-ho to get us back there. Yes. And along the way, we do, we see Echo and Falcon and they join the charge as well. Yes, they are very excited to jump in the room with us and the four of us turn the corner and there is an open room and we walk right in. So before we know it, we're all in a room together. I feel very uncomfortable with the level of intoxication that Natasha is at. Boris seems to be with it. Yes. Very alert, very cognizant of what is happening. 100%. It immediately begins with the three girls making out. Yes. And again, I haven't picked up on the fact that you are uncomfortable at this point. I noticed you kind of pulling back. So I'm confused, surprised, because at this point, Echo really hadn't done much with other women. Mm -hmm. So here she is now making out with Natasha while you're kind of pulling back. And I'm going, hmm, this is interesting. This is when the guys kind of join in. You and Falcon start making out. Echo and Boris start making out. So then Natasha and I start making out again. Yes. One thing leads to another. The girls start giving blowjobs and I start getting a blowjob from Natasha. And Echo gives Boris a blowjob and I give Falcon a blowjob. You then come to me and take me over to the other bed. And I'm like, wow, this is new. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, I get to fuck you now, which is great. (laughs) 
And that's very unusual for us. Yes, because we are very much, we don't fuck at the club. We will save that for when we get home. So you blow me for a minute and then climb on top of me and start riding me. That's when you lean down into my ear and whisper that you think Natasha might be a little too drunk. Let's kind of sit back and see how this plays out. And what I was trying to do was let her have her experience with her man Mm -hmm. and not necessarily have to be involved in it. Yes. So here we can provide a sexy show without pushing her outside of a comfort zone or even outside of something she's even aware she's doing. But this was my tactic to not, you know, cross consent lines unintentionally. So Falcon was over with us and Echo was with Boris and Natasha. After a while, they get up from over there and come over to us. Yes. And Echo and Falcon connect. Natasha starts giving me a blowjob as you and Boris start to interact. We started making out. As you guys are making out, you start giving him a blowjob and very, very quickly transition to sex. I can tell Natasha is leaning towards sex. And the easiest and fastest way I can think of to get out of this is to come immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, no pressure, right? I had no problem doing that because as you started getting fucked, your sound started and I was like, I'm not holding back. (laughs) And I came all over my legs and (laughs) everything else. And she kind of stood back and goes, oh, and then just kind of sat back watching you get fucked by Boris and Echo and Falcon fucking next to us. This was a different play session. You could tell that Echo and Falcon picked up on the same things that we did because they were ready to get this to progress and end very rapidly as well. And this was one of the first times that beyond some kissing and the way that Falcon was engaging when you and I were Mm -hmm. playing, we really didn't swap much with them during this beyond that. Yeah. And that was for me, that was the angle I was taking. I was like, I'm going to sit here and stay with my partner in hopes that maybe Echo and Falcon will pick up on it. And then maybe Boris and Natasha will kind of just be stuck with each other in a sense. You know, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You know, we didn't know how to handle this at this point. And it all happened so fast Mm -hmm. that it was like, I didn't have a chance to pull you to the side and talk to you about it and say, no, I don't think we should go into a room before you knew it we were in a room with them and things were happening. And I was like, ah, I don't know how to get out of this. And at that point in our lifestyle experiences, we hadn't come across this. So we were very unprepared for how do we just say no. And we are not the people who want to make people feel awkward. We're not the people who want to stand up in the middle of something and be like, no, we won't because you're drunk. And we're just not those people. We want things to end we wouldn't gracefully. Even, and we wouldn't do that now. We are much better at not going back into a room now. Yeah. And I think that's what would have happened if this situation were to come up again. I would be of the mindset of wait just a second before we go in there. Like it wouldn't even get into the room right. at this point. It yep. would be a, I'm pulling you aside. Hey, I need to talk to you real quick. She's too drunk or he's too drunk. Or and I think whatever. we could have redirected that to uh, kind of hang out at the bar and, oh, hang on, wait, I need to get one more thing and just kind of right. let it roll into, oh, wait, no, not right now. And get out of it pretty easily now. Right. But again, not all situations are perfect. Right. We did our best. Yeah, we did our best to keep the situation copacetic despite what it was. Yes. Nobody was upset. No, and we have talked to them many times since then. We have hung out at the pool table and chatted and hung out. Unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to fuck her yet, but maybe one day. (laughs) We actually haven't seen them in the club for... We did see them a couple months ago. Last time we saw them was actually at our happily ever after party. They were hanging out at the pool table when all of us walked Came into the in. club. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's been about a year since we've seen them. But they're still around and they've never mentioned or said and brought up anything uncomfortable about no, that evening. So not at all. this really was just a personal preference for me that I felt that she appeared to be too drunk. That's just on me. But you just never know. And I am of the thought that you should play it safe rather than throw caution to the wind. I completely agree. Yeah. So we lived in Louis learned. Yes, we did. <laughs> and now we move on to our next event. Yes. Two weeks later, it is naughty schoolgirl night. My favorite. Mine too. <laughs> During this event, Tommy, the ropes guy acts as a principal and will tie the naughty girls up to a desk and force them to orgasm. Yes. But before that, we head to dinner. We had a very large 12-person group this time. Yes, we did. In that 12-person group were two single girls. Yes. One single girl that came with another couple. Mm -hmm. 
and another single girl that was very new to the club but was very excited to know a handful of people walking in. Yes. She was actually the first person to arrive that night. So when she got up to the apartment, we actually sat and chatted for about a half an hour before anybody else got there. So she became very comfortable with us and kind of wanted us to guide her through the night. But we made it very clear, you are not our unicorn. You are free to come and go as you please. Don't feel obligated to hang out with us. Right. We are perfectly fine being a safety net for you to fall back on, but by no means are you required to do anything with us. We have no expectations for you tonight. You do not need to stay by our side. Feel free to have fun. She very much appreciated that, and it definitely made her much more comfortable. Yes. People started to arrive. We introduced everybody. Everyone got there except for the other single female. She was in contact with the couple that knew her and just said, oh, she'll meet us at the restaurant. Yes. The 11 of us went down to the restaurant and we're sitting there. We order. The other single female gets there. The couple goes out to get her and then brings her in and they split and sit her down in between them. And it felt like a very different vibe than what we were saying to Fiona, the single girl that we had mentioned earlier. Yes. This couple has a unique setup. Now, this is their unicorn, specifically somebody that goes to events with them frequently. And while she's not restricted to just play with them, is my understanding, but they are always a trio walking around the club. So they are always seen as the three of them. Yes, which makes people step back and go, oh, we don't want to interfere with that. Right. And actually keeps a handful of couples away from engaging with them, which is why we were also very clear to Fiona that's not what we're doing here because A, we don't expect that from you and B, we don't want to put off that vibe. And now if you don't know them as a couple and you don't know that this is their dynamic, that they have this third person that frequently joins them, looking at them from a distance, if you're a new couple or you were wanting to walk up to them I think you see that and you're like oh, it looks like they've got a single girl they're talking to or maybe they're talking to a couple and her guy is somewhere off somewhere else. So you don't really know what the dynamic is unless you specifically know them as a couple. Right. And I think it's easy for people to take a step back. And this happened actually at the dinner table in conversation, right? Because you saw as soon as she came in and sat down between the couple, it almost set them apart as though this is us and that's you guys. And now we're going to talk amongst ourselves and now the rest of the table talks amongst themselves. So it really kind of just throws a little bit of a kink into the whole vibe of the party. And I don't think anybody purposely does it. I think it's just something that happens naturally. Yes. When dinner ended, the three of them said, okay, we'll see you guys at the club and got up and left while the other nine of us went back to the apartment back to the apartment and hung out for a little while. And there was a lot of discussion. Our, did they not like us? What yes. was, why was the reason, why did they feel they had to leave? did take the time to explain to everybody. Actually, no, they play together, but they play with others and that's not them at all. And don't take it that way and kind of cleared the air for them. Then we all head to the club. We enjoy the night. There's a lot of flirting between us and Fiona. She has a single guy there that she also talks to back and forth. We know several other people that are there that night. And well, it's schoolgirl night, so I'm thoroughly enjoying every bit of it. So we're walking around the club and we come upon Tommy's room. We notice it's Tommy's room because there is a very large crowd at the door looking through the windows, talking about all the things that are going on in the room. We kind of hang out outside of the room. He sees us through the glass and waves for us to get our asses in there. Fiona is walking by at the same time and says, what is this? I tell her what Tommy's about to do to you. And she goes, I want to watch that. (laughs) The three of us walk into the room and kind of stand up on the wall. So we're waiting patiently for Tommy to finish up with the girl he has. By no means was his patient. Oh, stop. I was patient. (laughs) Yes, you were. I was not. I'm always patient. You were very patient. I was not. So basically what he has as his setup is just a pretty standard desk that you would find in a regular office. Oh, it's 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 an old school office desk for sure. Yes. It's metal, Mm -hmm. you know, and then a hard or mica, I guess, top. But yeah, hard. (laughs) And he typically will tie the girl by one leg to one leg of the desk and the other leg spread open to another leg of the desk, have her bent over the desk. Yes, this is usually bent over, not up on the desk. Right. Or he will put them up doggy style on the desk. 
Yes. However, with you, he decided he wanted to do something new. He always likes to try new stuff with me. Yes, he does. So he had you lay down on your back on the table. Yes. Again, tying one arm to each leg of the desk and the other legs spread apart to the other legs of the desk. Fiona is very aroused by what's going on and is rubbing on me and kissing on me. And I have my hand on her ass and maybe fingering her from behind as this is happening as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. And we are making out, but then turning back and making out and turning back, making sure we don't miss anything. And then he grabbed the wand. Yeah. So in typical Tommy fashion, he has his wand that he uses on his ladies that he's very good at using. Yes. So he used it on me. And this, of course, makes me come super fast. Very quickly. Like we're talking less than five minutes. I think this is like a weird pent up fantasy of mine, if you want to call it that. I, You know, I went to a Catholic school all my life. That you did definitely, still have, he made you keep the skirt on too, which was <laughs> one of my favorite parts of that. Yes, definitely enjoy something about bending over in a skirt and having some authority figure like spank me. That whole fantasy runs mm -hmm. pretty deep in me, I think. <laughs> but again, 
He had quite the crowd. He knew what his job was, and that was to put you on display for that crowd. He had your breast fully exposed, wrapped in a harness that separated your tits, pushed them up. Yes. You know what? We have a picture of this. Let's put that on Twitter, and I guess we could put it on Instagram, too, with the little hearts over your nipples and everything. So he had your tits fully exposed as you're laying on your back with your legs spread wide open to the window as he made you come very, very rapidly. Ah! Right there! Right there! Your sessions with Tommy are usually 20, 30, 40 minutes long. Mm -hmm. However, he stopped this one very, very abruptly. Well, with his new tying technique, I don't think he anticipated that my head was going to bang on the top of the desk multiple times. Over and over and over (laughs) again as you were coming and telling him to keep going. And while in the moment I didn't really notice it, it wasn't until the next day where I was like, oh, why does my head hurt? But um. Yeah, it's probably good he stopped it when yes. he did. <laughs> so he promptly stopped and untied you, realizing that, oh, wait, this is why I tie people up the other way. And, oh, I should have done that. But now there are other people in line waiting to go and you can't go, hang on, I want to retire wait, me, and get yeah. her to come a different way. <laughs> but it worked. It worked. Game, it was great. I was happy. Before we could leave the room, though, I think Fiona was ready to get tied up herself. She had originally said, no, I just want to watch. But after that, immediately said, no, you know what? I want to do that. Yes. Tommy tied her up the appropriate way, bent over the top of the desk, legs on the ground, face across, so she didn't have a place to bang her head. (laughs) So as she's bent over, you are at her face, making out with her. I'm behind her, touching her legs and her ass, and she asks you, can you use the wand on me? Of course I can do that. (laughs) And Tommy's like, oh, all right, fine, whatever. (laughs) Now Tommy has no job. Yeah, I'll just sit back and watch. And he really wasn't disappointed by that in any way, shape, or form. So you grabbed the wand and promptly made her come. Yes. It's not hard with the wand. The wand is the best toy ever. And the second she came, she said, okay, okay, untie me, untie me. It it was like she was that snap, like, okay, I'm done, I'm done. (laughs) Right. So Tommy unties her. We chat for a minute or two as the next person's getting ready to go up and then walk out of the room where we find... Tony and Gina. Who had just enjoyed watching the show. So right across the room from Tommy's room was the fishbowl room, which is basically just windows into this room. Tony starts making out with me immediately, and he is clearly so turned on by what he just got to see that he pulls me right into that room it was open so of course we go right in there and tony is not a shy guy so he has no care in the world about there being windows not at all what was hilarious was gina turns and goes oh that room okay and then walks around the corner and lays down on the bed in the group room that looks into this room and just sits there and just watches watches. through the window (laughs) yes So we get in the room and Tony gets me on the bed and immediately starts going down on me. That didn't take long. I was still very sensitive from the wand, so it wasn't like I was going to tolerate a whole lot going on down there. So I decided to- Him making you come at that moment would have been bad and probably would have ended that moment. So I switched and I started going down on him, which didn't take long No, to then switch to... You had mentioned that he was hard and ready to go. He was ready. And Fiona and I came in the room at this point as he starts to fuck you missionary. Yes. 
I sit down on the chair because like you just mentioned, well, Tony doesn't mind fucking in front of the crowd. Not my thing. I sit down on the chair and Fiona sits on my lap and we make out and I play with her a little. The single guy that she had been talking to that night came in the room and started talking to her and she realized that he was just sitting there having a conversation while you were in the process of getting fucked by Tony <laughs> and said, hey, let's go for a walk. Yeah. So she takes him for a walk. <laughs> yeah. We left the door open for this. With Tommy's show going on across the way, mm -hmm. it had attracted all the single guys to watch what was happening there. But they also saw you there and the door open. So they kept coming in one after the other. Can I come in? Can I play? Is it okay if I play? You guys were kind of in your zone not really welcoming anybody in. And I was like, I don't think that I think we're good for now. That's one thing with once me and Tony are together, there's kind of that bubble that we create yes. with each other where the rest of the world doesn't exist. And we're just in this together. It's very passionate. It's very run by the heat of the moment and how turned on we are by each other. So that's always been the fun part of Tony and the fun part of hanging out with Tony. So I wouldn't have even known that anybody had come in the room unless I was listening for them or something but no i wasn't paying attention to that so in our bubble we continue to fuck and fuck and fuck you guys went for, quite for a while and when i say the single guys kept coming in i would say each one stopped by at least three times because I didn't tell them no. I right. told each one of them not yet. Not yet. So they because were checking back. <laughs> the way you were coming out of Tommy's room, I thought we had a good chance of this was going to be a multiple guy experience. Yeah. But you and Tony were in that zone mm -hmm. and it was you two for a while. Yes. But they kept coming and checking. And eventually Tony ended up coming all over me. Yes. <laughs> And as the single guys that were standing in the door watching this saw that, they turned their heads to me like, huh? ready? Yeah, me? No? And I go, hey, babe, are you ready for more? I was way too exhausted to take another one. So I was like shaking my head. No, sorry. And I turned and kind of give one of the, eh, sorry, guys. And they just all kind of mm, and turn and walk away. <laughs> so hopeful. Sad little puppy dogs. Beginning. I feel bad a little bit. A little bit, but not too. I mean, what can you do? Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMPDAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories. Thank you.